Welcome to the Maria Liberati Show, where food meets art, travel, and life. So what does food mean to you? Well, thank you for joining us today. This is the first show of the new year of 2024. Wow, I can't believe we're in 2024. And my special guest today is Catherine Safieri, who is a dietitian, and she is going to tell us how to stay healthy in the new year by eating healthier. So, you know, it's really not that hard to do. So uh, stay tuned for my special guest. And since it's the new year, I did want to share some fun facts about the new year. Well, first of all, did you all know that this is a leap year? So 2024 is a leap year, means that February gets an extra day. So this year, we have until February 29th, bringing the total number of days in the year to 366. This happens to adjust for the slight discrepancy between the Earth's orbital period and the 365-day calendar year. The last time we had a leap year with a number four at the end was 2004. Did you know that the world didn't all ring in the new year at the same time as the earth spins different time zones welcome the fresh start in waves so india's arrival marked the halfway point with about half the world's population already in 2024 the biggest simultaneous celebration occurred when china taiwan Malaysia, Indonesia, Singapore, and Western Australia greeted the New Year's together. Imagine 25% of the world partying all together at once. And did you know that January 1st was not always the official start of the New Year? The ancient Romans marked the New Year in March, while the Babylonians celebrated with the spring equinox. It was Julius Caesar who in 45 BC declared January 1st the beginning, signing it, or aligning it rather, with the Roman god Janus, who symbolized beginnings and endings. Speaking of Janus, his two faces, one looking back at the past and one looking forward to the future, perfectly embody the essence of the new year, reflecting on lessons learned and embracing the hopes and possibilities ahead. Hope you all had a great new year celebration and here's wishing a happy and healthy new year to everyone and stay with me for this fun interview with Catherine Staffieri about staying healthy in the new year by eating healthy. Stay with me. And today my special guest is Catherine Staffieri and she is the nutrition manager at NutriSense and she's also a dietitian and we're going to talk today a little bit about the correlation between immunity and diet. So like what you eat, right? Catherine and immunity has a strong correlation. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about that I always consider food almost like medicine. You know, it's kind of like a medicine. So people don't realize that food correlates to 
your health in many different ways. I totally agree. I think, you know, I think a lot of times people think like, oh, immunity, maybe that's like a supplement or, you know, I just need to take like these three, you know, pills and and then I won't get a cold or anything. But right, what right. we've learned is that it's really about this, you know, the, the whole foods, the actual foods, like the meals that you're eating uh-huh. um, and the, the interplay of different foods. Um, and I think it's not just taking, as you know, it's not just taking one thing one day, it's having like a diet that supports these foods on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, right? Because it's not like you can just take one thing and all of a sudden, you know, everything's perfect, right? (laughs) Exactly. And I think so many people want like a magic, you know, like a magic pill or something, you know, oh, if I eat a blueberry, I'll be healthy for like a month. It's not quite like that. But, but, and yes, during the winter months, especially for those of us that live in colder climates or climates that get a little cooler, a lot of times, um, for whatever reason, you know, the immunity levels drop. But I think through diet, there may be ways to help prevent that. So um, maybe you can Absolutely. kind of fill us in on some of that. Yeah, uh, totally. And I think, um, you know, vitamin C uh, is one of the uh, ones that everyone kind of talks about. So we don't have to go into that as much. I think uh, that's sort of a, a no brainer, if you will. But I would say certainly there are lots of different foods out there that do have vitamin C in them. So, you know, for your listeners, it's not just a, uh, you know, an orange or something like that. But there are so many different foods that have, um, you know, that have vitamin C in it. But I think what's really great are, is um, talking a little bit about zinc. And Uh that's a mineral, not a vitamin. It's a mineral that's really critical for immune function um, and helping to uh, really help support your a robust um, immune system. So uh, people can find zinc in foods like beef or lamb, also oysters. This is sort of like a fun time of year to maybe have some oysters out with friends if you're going to celebrate something fun. Um, Even in cocoa, right? Have a hot, have some hot cocoa um, and you can get a good source of zinc from there. So zinc is really wonderful for immune health. Um, And then other things like vitamin D is really great. And as you mentioned, you know, people that live in the Northeast, we don't have as much vitamin D because of the sunlight and it's chillier and, you know, we're not sitting out there in our bathing suits or tank tops that maybe some of our Southern friends are are enjoying right now. So um, trying to find some of those sources of vitamin D uh, right now are really great. Things like egg yolks or mushrooms or fatty fish. Those are really good sources of vitamin D, which can also help, uh, you know, uh, keep your immune system feeling robust. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Definitely. Um, good to know. And, um, you know, how about any types of, um, I guess, fruits and vegetables? Well, I know you mentioned some things, but any types of fruits and vegetables people should try and concentrate on? I know we talked about oranges, so I'm sure like oranges, grapefruits, even lemons or the vitamin C, but. Yep. Yep, totally. And I think, you know, actually we have a really great, um, so I I work for a company called NutriSense and we Uh have a great blog and a great, um, like a a journal article that we put together and it's 30 
best immune boosting foods. So there's 30, 30 different foods that we highlight that can really be so helpful. And when it comes to vegetables, things like citrus fruits or that that's a fruit, um, uh, fruits and vegetables, like, you know, the citrus fruits we all know about, but things like red bell peppers are really high in vitamin C, kiwi, uh, things like blueberries and um, papaya are all really great. Um, so that's, these are all things that you can um, incorporate uh, tomatoes into your just, you know, on a daily basis to be taking in some of these things is, is really wonderful. Kiwis are really good. Um, and they also, a lot of these foods, just have antioxidants. And I think sometimes people don't totally know what an antioxidant is. And so, you know, an antioxidant helps, um, scat it's like a scavenger, right? It helps sort of fight off the bad guys like the, and, and so we, we want to take those in so that we keep the inflammation down. Um, and that's really what we're trying to do with that, right? We're trying to keep our, the, our fighter cells, our white, blood cells, which are our fighter, you know, sort of the, the army against the invading germs and things like that. So we want to be able to provide those cells um, with all the right energy and to help them, we can also take in foods that have antioxidants in them. They, they sort of help the fighter white cells fight against the bad things. So it's great to do that. And then we also just want to make sure that our cells are working in the right way. And we want to be, you know, feeding them, um, you know, the, the right kinds of foods so that our cell function is, is really going off um, as strongly as it can. And that's where, um, you know, making sure that you're taking in a lot of good protein sources and you're keeping your um, glucose levels in check so that you don't, you're not taking in a ton of refined carbohydrates and sugary foods. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I've started doing, and I know if I tell people, they're like, oh, but you know what, when you make those smoothies, because a lot of times I don't have time to, you know, and I'll, I'll get a good quality, like protein drink that I can make say for lunch. I actually add spinach, I add cabbage, Brussels sprouts to my smoothie. I add like um, cacao powder too, because, you know, flavors it, but you don't even know your, you know, I call it my salad in a shake because you really can add things like that. So if, you know, spinach, kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, you can actually add that to your smoothie and you won't even taste it if you add in blueberries and some berries and stuff like that. I even do like zucchini, shredded zucchini in my oatmeal with cinnamon and stuff. And you can really reap the benefits of that stuff by adding that stuff in and you don't even know really don't even taste it for somebody. I mean, I love vegetables, so I don't mind tasting it, but sometimes to make sure I'm getting all my vegetables, you know, I just do uh, add it into things, things that people think you really, you know, they would never think of. It's really an easy way to get your, get your vegetables in and fruits. I think that's, that is such a good idea. Those are, those are things that can be very mild in flavor. And so by adding something like cinnamon and, you know, some fruits and vegetables that can, and cacao powder that can sort of, I, you know, mask that, you know, so you don't feel like you're drinking Brussels sprouts. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. But, but it's, 
It's a great way to add fiber, right? And that's another part of um, having a healthy immune system is having a healthy gut system, which we all know that there's been all these really interesting links between gut health and immune health. And part of having a healthy gut is having a lot of fiber and keeping things moving and that, and you know, all your sort of systems moving and uh-huh. increasing your fiber intake with things like you know, adding extra vegetables and, and, and extra fruits into your daily intake, you will have extra fiber, um, which will help your your gut system hugely. Uh-huh. Any tips on keeping it healthy for the holidays? I know we weren't supposed to talk about it, but I'll just throw that in because we're in the holiday time. So just any quick tips. Yeah. So so NutriSense, the, the company that I work for is all about um, glucose management. And one of my biggest tips for the holidays in terms of managing your glucose is having some protein before you have your carbohydrate. So it sounds kind of funny, but like if you're going out to a holiday party or a cookie swap, make sure you have some protein before you leave. Maybe a big cup of bone broth or um, a nice, you know, Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt, something like that. Give yourself a real good baseline of protein before you go and enjoy uh, some of your uh, more decadent holiday meals. That's that's definitely a great tip. Yep. Yeah. And I know the holidays, especially because everybody gets overworked and overstressed, is also a time that people are not really taking care of what they're supposed to be eating. And that drops your immunity level too, right? As well as being the overworked, you know, overworked if you're not keeping up with your your diet. Totally. The the stress of things and we're running around like crazy and we're eating on the go and we're taking little things here. Just try and take a minute, you know, pack some snacks if you can, if you're going to, to run errands or, you know, you're going to be gone for a long time, pack, pack some, some really good healthy snacks that you're always prepared and you're not stressed out and hangry, right? We don't want a hangry, a hangry crowd. I always tell people, and I do that all the time. I always just throw stuff. I keep these little snacky bags and I always throw like sunflower seeds or raw, you know, raw sunflower seeds or this or that little snack. So exactly. You don't want to get the hungry, like low blood sugar headache or whatever, and then start munching out on stuff that you shouldn't be eating because you're just so hungry. So that's great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that's great. I was just going to say, um, Catherine, so tell people where they can find you and find NutriSense. Absolutely. So you can find uh, NutriSense um, online, www.nutrisense.com. We have a great journal a blog that people can read. We have so many wonderful articles that show how blood sugar regulation is related to basically any healthy goal that you have. It's really one of those key factors for health, longevity, energy, immunity, um, really wherever you are in your life, you can, you can benefit from this. So I encourage everyone we're on all the social media platforms as well. Um, so you can check us out and you can see how people use, uh, their blood sugar data to help them reach their health goals. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. So that's NutriSense.com. Is that correct? That's great. That's easy enough. Great. All right, Catherine, much success with that. And hopefully we'll see you in the near future with any other updates on, you know, the things you might have added to NutriSense or whatever that you're working on. Perfect. Thank you so much for the chance to chit chat today and happy holidays. Thank you. Thanks so much for being here.
Thanks for listening to the Maria Liberati Show. And thanks to my first guest of the new year, Catherine Staffieri, who is a dietitian. And special thanks, as always, to my producer, Britton Roselle. And as always, you can find me at marialiberati.com, at Instagram, at Maria Liberati, and on Facebook, at Chef Maria Liberati, on Twitter, at Maria Liberati, on Vimeo, at Maria Liberati, on the new YouTube channel for the Maria Liberati podcast. You know, you can see most of the podcasts in video at the channel. It's called the Maria Liberati Show. And you can find my Gourmand World Award-winning books, which the series is called The Basic Art of Italian Cooking. You can find them on Amazon, on Kindle, and really anywhere books are sold online or offline. And if you have any questions on any of the shows or have any suggestions for guests, please write to us at info at marialiberati.com. And you can also check out the site for the podcast. It's at themarialiberatishow.com. Until next week, peace, love, and pasta.